There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. It's all happening on the tube. As passenger numbers appear to return to normal following the pandemic lockdown, we've now got clarity on how much the new Crossrail will cost us to use. And it looks like it'll be popular with those heading to and from Heathrow. The Evening Standards revealed fast train travel will cost almost 60% less on the new line than on the Heathrow Express. That could be a big deal for the Elizabeth Line, opened by the Queen yesterday. I'd like to thank... Her Majesty the Queen for gracing us with her presence here today and to celebrate the completion of the railway and the formal opening of the Elizabeth Line named in your honour, Your Majesty, I would like to now invite you to unveil the plaque, Your Majesty. TfL boss Andy Byford told us he's excited to get passengers on board. I'd say so. I've been doing this for 33 years and without question that's the pinnacle of my transport career. To not only come to the formal opening of the Elizabeth Line after so much effort we put into getting this right, but to have Her Majesty the Queen here uh, opening the line that's named in her honour in her Platinum Jubilee year, it doesn't get much better than that. Meanwhile, as a few of you may have noticed, the underground's getting busier again. Researchers suggesting it's just about back to what it was before COVID-19. There were reports of strike action by the RMT union, who were claiming bullying and a toxic work environment at some stations. It was feared that it would disrupt the Jubilee celebrations on the 3rd of June, but our City Hall editor Ross Lydell says that's now been averted. Transport for London initially feared that the industrial action by the RMT would result in both Green Park and Euston stations being closed on that day. However, news has come through this afternoon that they now expect both stations to remain open, so that will be quite a relief to passengers looking to get into London or towards Buckingham Palace for the Jubilee weekend. Earlier, I spoke to Ross about the changes and the costs of the Tube. So Ross, passenger numbers are looking a bit more like they used to, aren't they? This is very good news for TfL because essentially it means more money is coming back into their coffers. The Department for Transport this morning has published new figures. It publishes weekly figures showing how many people are on the tube. And basically last Thursday, the number of passengers on the tube was at 73% of pre-pandemic levels. Now, what's interesting here is that the weekends have always been busier or more like pre-pandemic times than the weekdays. And uh, however... 
there are fewer people use the tube at weekends. So what this means in reality is that last Thursday, almost three million journeys were made on the tube uh, at its peak, you know, pre-Christmas, back before we'd ever heard of COVID, you could get about 5 million journeys a day. So we're not back there yet, but we're roughly at three quarters. And the week, the weekday passenger numbers are very important for TfL because they bring in the money. These are peak fares. And it also shows that London's economy is recovering again, that people are getting back to old habits. They're returning to their workplace. Uh, they're perhaps ditching that kitchen table. Boris yesterday was urging people to drop the hummus, drop the cheese and get back to the office. Uh, so this is very good news for TfL because it's good news for their finances. More money is coming back in. And uh, also we've seen that bus journeys are also increasing as well. So uh, old times are coming back. Do we think passenger numbers will ever fully get back to normal now? Many people have adapted their jobs to work from home. Well, TfL has modelled out a number of scenarios and its sort of mid-range scenario was it could take about till 2024, 2025 for tube travel to get back to 100% of sort of 2019 levels. Uh, These figures are encouraging because they had been somewhat static around Easter uh, and this seems to show that uh, there are hopes. And what TfL is saying as well is that the reopening of the Northern Lines bank branch, which happened on Sunday evening, will be important. But also the uh, opening of the Elizabeth Line Crossrail next week uh, is expected to bring many people into London, certainly for the day. And that will also draw passenger numbers. So things are looking good as we stand for TfL that finally we could be heading for a bit of a, almost like a pre-summer surge as people get back on the tube. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear all about Crossrail and how much it's going to cost passengers. Whilst you're here, why not give the leader a rate and follow? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. The much-talked-about Elizabeth Line finally opens to the public on Tuesday. Ross, you've got more detail about how much Crossrail is actually going to cost, don't you? So we have details today of the fares that people will pay on Crossrail. As previously announced, the fares will be exactly the same as a tube. However, the mystery has been how much will it cost to get to and from Heathrow? And that is what we're publishing today in the Evening Standard. And basically, there is a Heathrow premium of £7.20 on top of the tube fare. What that means is that at present, if you were to get the Piccadilly line to Heathrow, it would cost £3.50 at normal times or £5.50 if you're travelling at the peak morning or evening rush hour. The Crossrail fare, or Elizabeth line, will be £10.70 off-peak, 
£12.70 at peak times. Now, that might seem like a lot. However, it's about half the price of the Heathrow Express. Um, which is £25 for a single ticket, £37 return. The other thing to bear in mind, of course, is that Crossrail will be direct to Heathrow, but it will be a bit slower than the Heathrow Express. It'll take 28 minutes to get from Paddington to Heathrow on Crossrail because it stops at half a dozen intermediate stations, such as Ealing Broadway, whereas Heathrow Express goes straight there. But I think most Londoners will think, do you know what, £10.70 to get from central London to Heathrow, it's not a bad price at all. And would you say it's value for money? Well, Transport for London's aim here in imposing this Heathrow premium of £7.20 is essentially to start to recoup the cost of Crossrail. Now, Crossrail has cost both London and the nation more than £20 billion. The line itself and the various extensions on the sort of western and eastern above ground sections cost £18.9 billion, which is about £4 billion more than it was first envisaged to cost. The trains themselves cost a billion pounds. Then more money was spent on this huge depot at Old Oak Common in northwest London, where the, the trains essentially sleep overnight. So a lot of money has gone into Crossrail and we're going to be paying for it for years. So the premium is meant to help TfL recoup some of that cost. But unfortunately, the reality is that we will be paying for Crossrail for many years to come. Businesses could expect business rates to be at a higher rate up until possibly 2043 as we start to sort of recoup the cost of actually building this fabulous sort of sensational new line. The Elizabeth line opens on Tuesday. Will it be fully operational from then? Crossrail will open on Tuesday uh, at half past six. The first trains will leave Paddington and Abbey Wood around 6.30am. Large crowds are expected. However, it it will not be fully operational in the first instance because it will operate as three railways. And what that means is that the central section will all be up and running, which is the exciting sort of whizzy new bit with all these fabulous new stations. And that means that between Paddington and Abbey Wood, you can have an uninterrupted journey, travel underneath London at high speed. However, if you want to go further west than Paddington or further east than Liverpool Street, you will have to change trains at those two stations. Now, the good news is that your fares will, you'll click in and click out and go from the underground station or the, the Crossrail underground station, if you like, to the mainline station at Paddington or Liverpool Street. You can click in and click out and not pay more, uh, which is good. So it'll be one interrupted journey as far as your ticket is concerned. However, it won't be until the autumn that you can actually make an uninterrupted journey going all the way from Shenfield through to Reading or Heathrow or vice versa. The Queen visited the Elizabeth Line yesterday to mark its completion. What did she make of it? So the Queen visited uh, Paddington Station yesterday. She was only there for about 10 minutes, but she saw the station. She didn't go down to the platforms. However, uh, she thought it was spectacular. That was according to Andy Byford, the TfL commissioner, who I managed to speak to yesterday after the event. So he was absolutely overjoyed, full of beans that the Queen had managed to come. Uh, There were major concerns that her sort of spate of uh, illness and just her age would have meant that it was infeasible to actually get there. But she did turn up. Um, people were overjoyed to see her and it really did give the uh, the, the sort of royal touch uh, to the line. And uh, as Sadiq Khan said as well to me, it's, uh, it's a line that's fit for a queen. It was amazing. I'm here at Paddington Station. Her Majesty uh, uh, came as well. We were tipped off this morning that she was uh, coming. She was in top form. Uh, and what it's done is it's basically reminded us how lucky we are to have a line named after her. But this year, the Jubilee, Platinum Jubilee year, what a great way to kickstart celebrations with Her Majesty 
uh, formally unveiling this uh, new line. It opens officially tomorrow, next Tuesday. I know people across the globe can't wait to, new, to use this uh, uh, new line. This new line, of course, fit for a queen. That's it from the leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.